What's up, Who Saved Chicks? It's your girl, Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Hey, y'all. Hey, how y'all doing? Okay, what's up? What's up, what's up? What's y'all up, what's in the stand. Up? Hey, what's up, what's up? What's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. So, I have the story today. Okay, okay. This story is a once upon a time. I love Denise's stories because it's always juicy. It's always juicy. This was a a time where I needed to pay attention and I did the most. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. So, um, obviously, if you're listening, then you know the name of this episode is Don't Quit Your 9 to 5. Mm -hmm. Don't quit your day job. Or day job. You're right. Day job. Because it may not be a 9 to 5. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they could work night shift. True. You know, whatever it is. this is the story about how I attempted to step out of mine, and God was like, "I, I, 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 and then, you know, I was feeling myself. We was making coins. It was really hard, to be perfectly honest, to balance both work and a new business, mm-hmm. you know. And and when everybody, Ayana said this before, when you start a new business, you are literally everything. You wear all of the hats and you do all of the things. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't, like, I didn't have a support in or intern or for somebody to ship or somebody to answer emails. I was doing all of that. So mm-hmm. it felt like working two full-time jobs, mm-hmm. which not felt like that's exactly what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I know I got to a point where I had a certain dollar amount or a certain goal that I wanted to meet. And I made that goal. Come on, and sis. And I was like, no, that's right. Right? Come like, on, go. Oh, I was feeling myself. I was, As oh, you should. listening. I was like, okay, well, we can do this then. You know, we almost supplemented my income that I worked for the full time job. We can just go ahead and, you know. And for whatever reason, I feel like at that time, work was amplified. Like, people were getting on my nerves. Mm -hmm. The responsibility was too much. There were people that were leaving, so it was added additional work. And it's funny, because I'm in a a similar space right now. There was additional uh, pressures of work and duties that are just not my job. And I didn't feel that there were the support. The key word, word, that was not not my my job. job. You know, it wasn't. And I feel like either at the time I was being taken advantage of and there wasn't uh, a support and Mm -hmm. we acknowledge and we see you doing this. And it's more of like when somebody sees you can do something, they give you more and more and more and more and more. And they're, well, sure, you can relate. And then to the point point where it's like, oh my God. And at that time when I hit the goal and I was going through that work and I believe I told Ayana and Baka, I told everybody at Chef and I was like, I feel like God telling me to go part time. Really, he's telling me to quit, but I'm going to just go part time because I ain't ready to quit yet. And I was like, okay, God, yeah, you, 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 you said God said. When, when somebody said God, I told, I told you. Y'all. I told you. I told y'all you said God said. So I was like, okay. listen. And I remember my mom being like, nah, neat. Um, are you sure? Is this really what you want to do? And I was like, yeah, you know, look, look at what we bringing in. Look at what we doing. And she was like, are you sure? You know, and I was like, yeah. And she was like, I mean, okay, if that's what you want to do. So I ended up um, telling uh, my supervisor at the time, she was actually leaving, going to another location. And I told her that I wanted to leave. And then an area manager reached out to me and was like, we really don't want to lose you. You know, are you willing to work part time? And I was like, oh, well, actually, sure. Yeah, I could do that. I could do the part time thing. Did the part time thing. 
And I'm still struggling for whatever reason. I thought in my mind it was I'm working full time this and full time business and I can't keep it up. When really I was just unorganized and it was not my season or my time to step out and leave my job. Because had I developed those systems and had I had that work ethic and had everything organized and been in place, it wouldn't have felt as strenuous. That's mm-hmm. why I was like, I'm working full, I mean, part-time at this point, and I still feel it. I still feel like, what is, yes, like, what is going on? And I don't understand. I, in my mind, I thought I had checked every box. I did everything the right way. I was listening to what all these internet gurus were saying about how to run a business. And I, you know, was looking at financials, and I realized I'm not the most, you know, financial savvy person because I'm spending money I really shouldn't I don't need mm-hmm. to be spending because I don't have to have every little perfect thing right now for my business mm-hmm. I you know we just launched and I felt like I needed to have the the perfect website and the perfect marketing and mm-hmm. the perfect shipping tools everything needed and it really just didn't have to be that way mm-hmm. so when I looked at the financials I was spending way more at a certain point than what was coming in because I felt like I needed to I felt like this is what my business should be doing mm-hmm. and this is how I want to present my business And then it got to a point where it slowed up and there was nothing in place. There was no plan of when it slows up, how, what additional streams of income can you create for your business? Mm -hmm. Aside from you selling physical products. Mm -hmm. I now know I can do a mastermind on how to create a journal. Mm -hmm. I now know I can do this on how to do Alibaba and find manufacturers. Mm -hmm. I now know these things where Mm -hmm. I can create additional streams of income. However, at the time I didn't. Yeah. And then I was part time. Mm-hmm. And although, you know, I live with my mother, I'm still responsible for my bills. I'm mm-hmm. not taken care of. I still, you know, and I contribute to the house. And I was like, oh, Jesus, I'm feeling it. I'm really feeling this. This is not comfortable. The this bills is, is keeping listen, coming. Listen, mm-hmm. and this is not okay. Yeah. And then at one point, I think Lauren actually asked me, she was like, you did that? I talked about maxing out a credit card. For me, when I stress out, I shop, which is just, you know, yeah. I used to. I have learned not to do that. Yeah. So then I had maxed out credit cards. I, you told me I, about this. Yeah, I had maxed yeah. out credit I had stuff. It's just like, what are you doing and why? And I was a little shocked. I was like, what? Why? What is the yeah. point of it that. all? I used to, it's like, some people stress eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I stress shop. shop. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's my thing. I stress so, shop. I used I think to I eat. What's I like wrong, Lauren? Stress and shop. <laughs> <laughs> And I I got to a point where I realized um, that there were certain things in that season of me working that were being developed, where I looked at it as this is too much. They're taking advantage of me. God was literally strengthening me and he was expanding literally my territory and the things that I were exposed to. I could benefit from in my business, Mm -hmm. but I let my emotions take over and I was listening to everything and I was being influenced by this is when entrepreneurship was, I feel like at it, it Maybe it's at its peak right now, but I feel like then it was definitely at a peak where everybody was talking about it. Um, but because it was a desire that I had and God had blessed me, you know, mm-hmm. and we had seen so much progress. I was like, oh, this is it. And I literally had to humble myself and I had to be mm-hmm. like, OK, Lord, I feel like I did something that I was not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is probably like nine months into me being um, part time. And I was like, I feel like... That's a long time. Yeah, it was. It was almost a year. Um, I was like, I feel like... Because the thing I, is, like you said, the internet gurus, it's like, I, I got to keep going. I got to keep trying. Yeah, yeah. you got to do, a, you know, and Lord yeah. knows, because I know I'm called to this business and I'm, because I'm called to do what I'm doing, it can't be wrong. So surely I'm supposed to step out on faith. Surely I'm supposed mm-hmm. to do this. However, I realized it. And once I, you know, humbled myself and I'm like, okay, Lord, you know what? I really honestly and truly feel like... I just stepped out too soon. Hmm. I, I thought I heard you, but now I realize I was just emotional and I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. So because that's what I wanted to do, I made it as though that's what you said. 
And that's not what you said. Mm-hmm. So, and I couldn't find something to stand on to support what I did. Because it was really, honestly and truly, an emotional decision decision that I made. Right. Couldn't find anything, you know, for me, it's like, go to the word, what do you stand on? Okay, I'm believing, I'm believing, I'm believing. But you can believe all day long, but if that's not what his intentions was, you know, you're just doing that sure out of effort, out of works, mm-hmm. instead of faith and resting for him to bring a situation to pass. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, either way, I was like, Lord, if this is really what I did and I did the most and I wasn't supposed to do this, I want you to create the opportunity for me to either get right. get, go somewhere else, you know, yeah. full time, get, get, get it right. You know, get whatever it is. I want you to create the opportunity for me. I'm not going to go look. I'm not going to go apply. I'm not going to do anything. If it falls into my lap and that's what it is, surely it's meant to be. I like that. Two weeks later, hey, such and such actually resigned or got promoted to client. They were fired. Um, Wait, 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 what? a, A position opened up. literally Mm -hmm. within two weeks of me having this conversation with God and Mm -hmm. um my mother actually too we were having a conversation and she was like where is your money going what are you doing I was like I don't know like I just (laughs) but I didn't know because I had new clothes I had you know had all this stuff that just just either way I asked the Lord to present an opportunity and he did and it was literally like we want you to stay here full-time open up here are you 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 know we know you're doing your business thing that's why you step down or literally two weeks later and it was like like, here you go and it was the position that I had before but it was not the salary was it a higher nope it was lower what yes mm. however that's a different you know story to that because i still got to be specific with your prayer it, it, no, 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 no. that was a humbling because even then i still got promoted within a year two or three times and now i make more than that however at the time it really was like this is a result i it don't want like people you, to think it was like you prayed right and i got, answered your prayer correct. now let's see if you're gonna listen right and it was, mm-hmm. and I, I think sometimes people think like, God, do this, God, and you think he got to do, and he will do above and beyond. But sometimes mm-hmm. you make a decision and there are consequences that are very real mm-hmm. to a decision that you make. Mm-hmm. And God is not obligated to go above and beyond. He will because that's his heart and his nature and that's mm-hmm. what he does. However, guess what? I showed up and still worked like I had the salary that I did before. Yeah. I still, you know what I mean? I became... Um, more aware and I thrive more in that role than I had before I left and I thought I was killing it mm-hmm. then oh, you know wow. which then allowed me to be promoted two times within the next year to go above and beyond and my bonuses made up for that year for what I missed nice mm. so I'll say all that to say don't put your day job don't here. put your day job <laughs> unless you, you know the Lord is unless, really yes, uh, telling you definitely to definitely unless the Lord yeah. for real for real is telling you to um, it's, it's funny cause my story is a little different. Um, I've never had a corporate job per se. Um, I went straight into, uh, I guess entrepreneurship from high school. Um, because I was, you know, some people know I was an assistant at a hair salon in high school. And then after I graduated, I went to hair school and then, um, once I left hair school, I went straight into the salon. So, but I went into, I think I did commission at the salon that I was working at for like a short, short period of time. And then I transitioned into, um, booth rent. And if people don't know the difference between commission and booth rent as a stylist is commission is where you get a salary from the salon and they take care of all of your products and whatnot. And then, um, you get a commission from the salon. Um, but booth rent is you take care of everything and you pay that salon, 
a, a rental fee, uh, weekly, biweekly, however, or monthly, however it is that is established. And um, so I went into entrepreneurship very quick at a young age and I had to learn a lot, um, especially as a hairstylist, it's quick money. It's quick, fast money mm -hmm. because um, I could walk into the salon on a Monday or Tuesday and not have any clients. But by Friday, I'm booked, completely booked, completely booked and making um, money that when you're in your early 20s, it's like, I mean, I know I'm... I know next week I'm gonna make that too. So you know, it's like spinach yeah. right there. Yeah, I had to learn exactly. <laughs> I had to learn that balance, um, especially when I got married and whatnot. And that was that's funny because the the independence thing of like me being used to making my own amount of money. And then getting married and it's like, well, this is what I make or this is such and such and, and balancing that out. But anyway, um, whenever I hear people talk about, you know, them wanting to be an entrepreneur, I get excited. But I also am like, are you ready mm -hmm. for this ride? Um, because I, I can, because I'm such a colorful person when it comes to, I'm a creative and I don't know if I could ever see myself in a corporate corporate setting, just being honest. I don't like offices and four walls and no windows. And it just, it's just like real boring to me. It's like, ugh, I don't like that. However, I, I'm, I'm also the person where, like how you said, the internet gurus, they're like, you need to be an entrepreneur. And I'll be sitting there like, I mean, yeah, that's cute, but are you ready for, the roller coaster, right? Because there are some people that launch a product and they sell out, and then there are some people that they launch a product and it's like, I might get a sale today, or I might not get a sale right. today, and you got to be okay with that, you know. Because even with me being an entrepreneur, I have amazing days, amazing days, and I have a goal for myself every day on what I would like to make or whatnot. But some days I might not get a sale, mm. but then the rest of the week still like being a hairstylist, the rest it'll of the week, it'll make up for, those, make days up for that, those days, yeah. but you have to be in a, okay in that day where your Shopify ain't do cha -ching at all, <laughs> <laughs> you know, at, at all. So I say like when I did the title of this podcast like I am a full advocate even as an entrepreneur do not be so in a rush to quit your day job yeah. like and it's not saying because some people be like well you're not trusting God and da 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 no 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 no. you got to use wisdom with that because trusting God is using wisdom yeah trusting God is actually listening to him yeah. trusting God is being diligent and faithful in those things because I feel like a lot of people want to jump into entrepreneurship because they don't want to um, listen to exactly to nobody. Yeah. They don't want to listen to nobody. They don't want a boss, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if you can't handle a boss on your nine to five, you can't handle a boss being an entrepreneur because guess what? You think you the boss, them customers, okay. <laughs> them customers can be the boss. That bill can be the boss, that your rent can be the boss. Like it's always somebody or something telling you what to do. Like we need this. We need that we need you know so it's like and then you have to have that discipline in yourself 
Are you going to wake up at this certain point to work on your business? Or are you going to just be like, whatever all day? So it's like, you know, when you when you decide that, because there's so many people that are like, I want to launch a business, but I don't know what. Well, maybe it's not your time. Right. That'd be me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, you be quiet because you know what. But anyway, right. I didn't even say that. Yeah. I gave up. One the mama look. Yeah, exactly. I'm serious. But no, I'm talking about no. You have ideas. An you have of something. An right. inkling of something. I've had conversation with people with. Or see things online and they're like, well, I don't know at all what I want to do. And I'm like, well, maybe you need to be a good steward in what God is telling you to do now. what God gave you. What God gave you in that nine to five. And he will reveal that onto you. Because a lot of times the very thing is, is, is right there in front of our face. But we're not being a good steward in the thing that's in front of our face. Yes. yes. In the natural things that just come like every day to us yeah yeah all right well i we're gonna go to a break real mm-hmm. quick and then we are gonna come back and hop on that so we'll be right back after this save girl secrets is brought to you in part by the hair razor hair and skin oil visit www.thehairraiser.com for more info Hey, Secret Sisters, it's your girl Day here with your Monday Motivation. And today's quote comes from my D Woodward or Woodard. I think that's how you say it. It says, everybody with a job ain't losing. Everyone with their own business ain't winning. And I just want to motivate you today to follow whatever path God has destined for you. If it's to be an entrepreneur, then do that. If it's to work in corporate America or at a job where you are literally influencing and being a light exactly where you are, that's okay too. Understand that there's a different path for each person and it's your job to follow the path and the purpose that God has for you. We love you. God bless you. All right, ladies, we're back and we're going to continue this conversation about, uh, you know, don't, don't, quit quit your, don't quit your day job. Don't quit your nine to five. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I think I think the most interesting thing is that you need people in both spaces, right? Everybody Thank you. cannot be an entrepreneur. And that doesn't mean that you can't have a side business or you can't have a business that you transition to once that season is correct Mm -hmm. it's so interesting because as you and denisa were talking one of the things that came to mind for me was the story of david and i know y'all know i love me some little dirty david (laughs) um but just the space of him being a shepherd and then him being anointed as king and then literally going back out into a field and being a shepherd after he just got anointed to be the next king and it's kind of like just because god puts a business on the inside of you that doesn't mean that you have to quit the job that you have at that very moment Mm -hmm. and completely pursue that thing that God has Mm -hmm. now planted the seed for the day that you plant the seed is not the day that you see the fruit. Mm -hmm. And I think there are a lot of people who are leaving for a seed when the season that you leave in is a season of fruit. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes as children of God, we just have to sit still and really listen. And, and, and there's a lot of times when you hear a what from God and you don't wait to, to hear the win. And I think don't quit your day job is really about the win. Right. And I think that for, for me, me, me included, I've never thought about quitting my job ever, but there are moments where I felt led to do something else like mm-hmm. to start a business or to do you know something outside of you know what I've done in the past and it's mm-hmm. just like you know as we've said earlier like I've had an inkling and I'm like god I feel like I'm supposed to do something but I want to be sure mm-hmm. and I want to be sure because I feel like when you have a word from god 
that you didn't just hear, but you're sure about, Mm -hmm. it allows you to move with a certain level of confidence. Mm -hmm. I feel like when there's anointing on a season and on you to do something, it, it, it makes it not always easy. Um, but it, Lauren is never easy. Lauren is sitting here shaking her head. Um, but there, there's a different path that you're walking when there's an assurance that you're supposed to be walking at that Mm -hmm. time. And I think when you leave your job because you're pressured by society, but not sent by God, it, it, it creates struggle. It does. You know, unnecessary struggle. Unnecessary struggle. I think people also need to look at the practical things, um, because when you are an entrepreneur, you literally have to take care of everything yourself. Um, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Insurance ain't cheap. Wow. Yeah. Taxes ain't cheap. Um, Insurance is important too. Yeah. yeah. Um, you taking care of your family. Yeah. Like you gotta you gotta think about all that. So yeah. it's like let's say if you are if you're an entrepreneur and you're single, it's a little easier to say. Yeah, if you're an entrepreneur and you're single, I feel like it's a little easier for you to balance certain things. But when you have a family involved with your entrepreneurial dreams, you have to consider like we got uh, school tuition. We got rent mortgage. We got insurance. We got our own uh, little things. And then we and then you have business expenses on top of that. Um, and I don't think people think about people look at oh the cash flow coming in. You gotta buy inventory. You gotta pay for right, uh, right. you gotta yes. pay for your website if you got Shopify. You gotta pay for that. You gotta pay for uh, I, I have an email service. I gotta pay for that. I got a text service. I gotta pay for that. Um, it's so many things that is that is a moving mechanism, especially when you're doing it yourself. So. I don't have an assistant as yet, you know, that'll come. I'm, I'm praying for that to come, Amen. you know, I, <laughs> exactly. She do be helping me sometimes though. Like when I'm packing, um, when I'm packing stuff up and you know, the little seal to on the envelopes and stuff, she'll, she'll stand there. It was one day she was literally standing there and waiting for me to pull the, the seal off of the, uh, the label so she could throw it in the trash. Mm. And I was like, Oh, that's so cute. Thank you. That's girl. Right. Train them when they're a child. Exactly. So it's like, I don't have an assistant yet. So in, in ways I have programs that I pay for to help to be my assistant in certain things. So I can have certain automations with stuff, Mm -hmm. but guess what? You got to pay for that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I, you know, I want people to consider before you quit your day job. Like my, like people say this, so many people have said this, allow your day job to be the fuel for your dream job. Yeah. You know, if you want to be an entrepreneur and that's your desire, Allow that day job to be the fuel, but also like don't just sit at your day job, just huffing and puffing and feeling like, oh, that part. I can't wait to quit. I can't wait to quit. No. Like I said earlier, be a good steward where you're at. So if you are you, you there from nine to five, you do what you need to do in that nine to five time with your boss and all of that. So you can have that discipline when you leave that nine to five, you might take an hour or so to get home, eat. And then from eight to whatever time you go to bed, that's when you working on your business and on the weekends and whatnot. And then not allowing distractions to come up because some seasons where I have missed Sylvester and I both have missed, uh, 
parties, outings, get-togethers, all that type of stuff because mm-hmm. it's like we got to work on what we got to work on. Like this is something that God told us to do. And, you know, especially like with him, I remember at the, you know, now he has systems set up where he has contracts and he's at home as an entrepreneur. But before he was working a nine to five or even like when we first got married, he was working at Chick-fil-A. That was a when you on schedule. <laughs> like, I, I, I can't even remember the schedule that he had, mm-hmm. but it was like whenever I get off of work. I'm working on what God has called me to do. So, yeah, I feel like y'all, all y'all have read me um, so far. So I really don't really have a whole lot to, <laughs> to add to the conversation. I'm just, I'm trying to bandage myself up. I've literally been taking notes on my phone and everything because you all have just really been hitting on a lot of major points um, for me, like especially the whole fact of. Cause I'm a woman that works a nine to five, sometimes nine to 12, nine to I mean, you whatever. said the other three, day you was going to sleep at three, three, three in right. the morning. Yeah, for sure. So, but you know, with that, I've taken a lot, you know, into consideration with what you all have said about like the fact of, um, just being a good steward of your workload. Um, and, and, and sometimes too, I have to think about it. It's, kind of like for me I feel like sometimes I need to reinvent the wheel and what I mean by that is uh, for individuals who work the nine to five you're accustomed to getting to work at nine Mm -hmm. so that you can get off to five but it might be better for you to get to work at seven right or it Mm -hmm. might be work you might be better for you to get to work at 6 30 so it's Mm -hmm. like trying to reinvent the wheel so that you can be a good steward of whatever it is that you want to pursue as far as an entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. um entrepreneurship is like one of the hardest things that i've ever tried to do Mm -hmm. in life because it's all on you yeah it's like it literally there's no safety net it's not and it reveals who you are um so if you're a person that procrastinates you're gonna figure out that you are a person that procrastinates because especially if you're in a nine to five you usually working with the team so there's Mm -hmm. always for me especially if i'm working there's always something in the back of my mind it's like don't want to let the team down yeah the accountability piece right absolutely Mm -hmm. So when it's all you, it's just like, it's all you, you know, you can't be mad at nobody else but yourself. (laughs) Um, So I don't know, just sitting here and listening to you all, I'm just like, man. And I've definitely been in instances where I'm like, well, should I quit? And then these bills be like, girl, now what, what, say what now? (laughs) Quit what? (laughs) Quit, because we're going to still come every month, you know, for sure. So like, I. Like when you were sharing your testimony, Denise, I resonated with that so heavily because I just remember a time that I was like, okay, well, should I just move back with my parents and, you know, I can quit and then I can, you know, focus on entrepreneurship. But I love what you said. You said even when you decided to take a part-time position at your job, you said you realized that you still didn't have time, right? right? Mm -hmm. That hit me so, when I tell you so heavy, like Mm -hmm. so heavy, because especially during the winter break, I took a major break from work, like like a month, right? Mm -hmm. And even in that month, I ain't do nothing. You know, I was sitting on the couch, sleep, you know, like it was like, (laughs) you know, I still didn't do anything, but it, it, to me, it revealed that it is deeper than me just working a nine to five. It is something else that you are not paying attention to Mm -hmm. discipline, I'm going to go ahead and call it what it is. Mm -hmm. But discipline, just being better disciplined to get the work done, get the job done. And so, um, man, it's like... I really don't have nothing. Ladies, I'm usually I'm trying to get y'all a little piece of wisdom, but Lauren don't have no wisdom today. Lauren is just like, I am just a sponge trying to take it all in because 
when I tell y'all, like, this entrepreneurship thing, yeah. Yeah. especially yeah. if you don't have, like, I love the fact that you said even Haven just starting off with um, pulling the labels off the envelope. Yeah. That's training grounds, mm-hmm. right? Because it's certain, I, I've been trained to learn how to work a nine to five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw my parents do it, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw them do it well. But um, my grandfather, he's an entrepreneur. But he's my grandfather, so like it's not like I'm as close, you know, mm-hmm. to seeing everything on a and daily basis, oh, yeah, right? Out. You hear, you hear about really with him. It's like you hear about the wins. You don't necessarily mm-hmm. hear about the process. You may hear people say, "Yeah, your granddaddy and I did this, 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 that, and the third. But it's like you know, I don't necessarily hear of step A, B, C, mm-hmm. and D. Mm-hmm. And when I ask him, you know, he's older, so he only kind of gives me a synopsis of what happened and not mm-hmm. seeing it in detail. Right. So I loved hearing the fact that you're saying even with Haven being in her youth she's seen her mother and her father be full-time entrepreneurs like so i think for me that is that's it's just a lot i'm taking it Mm -hmm. i know i feel like i'm (laughs) rambling but i feel like i'm just i've taken in so much that you all have just said on this particular episode for sure I, um, it was something you said about, you know, sometimes you're not a nine to five. Sometimes you have to go in a little bit earlier and whatnot. And I want to even put that piece with entrepreneurship because um, last year when the pandemic hit, Haven School closed for a little bit and she was home. And we had to like we treat our businesses like a nine to five. So it's like we would take her, the the norm would be take her to school. Then during the day, you know, from nine to five, literally we're working on certain things and then we go pick her up from school and then home life comes in. Um, When she had to be home from school for a couple of months, uh, what nine to five, you know? So I've, and I don't think people think about that as entrepreneurs that you constantly have to make adjustments to your schedule. So it took us like, especially before I got pregnant and even now being pregnant, I have to, when can you work Ayana? <laughs> like when can you work? Okay. So we, um, many times Sylvester would wake up. I remember at one point he was waking up at four o'clock, Whoa. four o'clock to start working. Like he would, he would get up, he would pray, do his devotion. And then I think by five, he would be working and he would work for a couple of hours. And we know that Haven gets up between seven and eight. And, you know, then it's like, okay, we got to get her in her midst. Because I think at that time, her school was trying to do virtual. So they did virtual. So we would get her in the midst, try to keep her engaged. I would take on, um, I would I would take over in the task of, okay I'm going to sit there with her and basically be her teacher in a way. And so whatever I had to do, so he would work and then nap time would be my time. I got to put out these orders. I got to send these emails and go from there. And it's like you have to think about all of those things, especially as an entrepreneur, because it's like. You like every day that you wake up, you never know how the day is going to go. I remember one day I had all intentions of I think I was I wanted to do certain things with my business and my website. um, I have two websites. I have a personal website, which is like a lifestyle site. And I have the hair razor and the personal lifestyle site. Something was happening with it where it was down Mm -hmm. And I was on the phone and chat with my web hosting provider for maybe like three hours. Wow. 
you know, that took a dent out of my day and different things that I wanted to do, but I needed to get the site back up. Yeah. So it's like, we like there you, it's my thing is, you know, whoever's listening is I want you to be mentally prepared for all of that. And then even sitting there, like as an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, there are days that you can feel like you weren't productive and you have to be okay with that. You I mean, that's the same with a regular job. Yeah, on a regular, yeah, a regular job too. But you have to literally, it's like, I have to trust God in this. Because it's like, we be so quick to, like we have, as an entrepreneur, it's like, oh my God, I need this. So let me go ahead and let me put a sale on or let me do something so I can get some extra money. And it's like, no, you have to just trust God. Like, because we, you know, sometimes you have that mentality of like, oh, well, let me just put it into action. Let me do what I need to do because I need to do it. And it's like, sometimes you just got to be like, not sometimes, all the time. You just got to be like, all right, Father, I trust you. Like every day, I told y'all this before, every day I wake up and I'm like, this is not my business. This is your business. Show me how to move today when it comes to your business. Show me what email I need to send out. Mm. Show me mm. what I need to post. Show me what I need to say. Like everything is God ordering my steps when it comes to how I operate this business. I love that you say that because I remember sharing once before, like initially when I started the whole marketing thing threw me for a loop. I'm actually currently reading a book on marketing currently. I'm not just, I want to get I have that a resource book. right in front of me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to get You can just read too. it when I finish. <laughs> but I remember at that point in my business, I literally was like, okay, Holy Spirit, I do not know what to do. Mm-hmm. I do not know how to reach. I have a, a, a journal and it does really well in person because people are emotional buyers or when I connect and have a conversation with somebody and break mm-hmm. it down for them to use it. Boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. So even the pandemic is like, Lord, a vending is my sweet spot. Mm-hmm. This online thing is not. Mm-hmm. But I remember at that and I'm time. I'm the opposite. I love online. Mm. <laughs> Another resource. Thank yeah. you, Father. Um, but I remember being like, Holy Spirit, you're going to have to show me and help me figure out how to market this or how to do this Mm because I didn't go to school for this I have no idea what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and that's when he shared for me to send go online and it was some some influencers or some public figures what have you to send them like a a whole box Mm -hmm. and you know write them a letter let them know how to use it and it threw me for a loop because the people he was telling me to send it to I didn't I mean it was an unorthodox Christian or it was somebody who you probably wouldn't have thought that you know would want it yeah would want it And I remember I sent it to them and every single one of them shared it online. Mm -hmm. Like every single person did a thorough story of like, oh my God, look at this journal. I love it. And that day it was, you know, sales were absolutely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But something that I was overwhelmed with in the moment that I had no idea what to do, trusting him and asking him for it. Help, help seriously because yeah. I had no idea what to do and I you know and they all got it at different times like it was just so ordained and God did his thing so to Ayana's point that's something that has absolutely worked and what I probably need to tap back into mm-hmm. but I did just want to put one nigga like if you are at a nine to five what had helped me transition back after you know quote unquote working for myself or being part-time was asking the Lord to help me maximize my time there mm-hmm. I had to then look at it instead of looking at it as work I looked at it like it was school mm-hmm. Lord, training ground yeah literally exactly. okay Lord what am I learning today 
that can either help me in my personal life or with my business? Or what is it that I already know that I can help someone who is about to come through these doors with that I've learned from my business? Yeah. And I became the small business expert when setting up your account or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I, because I had to walk through that process. Mm-hmm. Guess what? And guess who was number one in helping small business clients get this, mm-hmm. this, and this? Because I had literally just walked it out. So on the flip side of that, if you are at your nine to five, ask the Lord to help you, you know. Maximize the time. Yep. There you go. One thing I'll say to Denisa, just to give you your flowers, is I appreciate you not having the pride and saying, well, I'm, I, I you know, because there are some people who will not go back to a nine to five. Yeah. Like no matter what they're like, I'm not doing this. I'm not such and such. No, 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 no. Cause I got to prove that I made it. Mm, yeah. And I appreciate you saying, you know what? No, Lord, this, this, I, I recognize that this wasn't it. Show me right where to move. Mm-hmm. And look, he opened up the door and presented that opportunity. So I appreciate that as well. So it's like, if you're out there, like, you know, and you're struggling, it is okay. Yeah. Like you have not failed. Mm-mm. Like you're you're not a failure. You're not like and who cares if people looking at you a certain type of way? For like sure. like no nobody Because they not paying them they bills. They not paying them bills. <laughs> yeah, so you do what you right. need to do. Yeah. yeah so sure. the whole conversation I keep hearing this song in my head, I've had some good days. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some heels to climb. I'm like, Lord Jesus. You know what's funny is my mother, people will hire her to sing that song. They used to hire her back in the day to sing wow. that song. Wow. Okay, I'm playing. <laughs> like, oh my God, if I hear that song one more time. <laughs> no, seriously. Because as y'all talking, I'm like, Lord, I've had some good things and mm-hmm. I've definitely had some heels to climb. Okay. But when I, oh Come my on, God. when I, oh, <laughs> I feel it. Yes, for sure. Like, I've, I've just been hearing a lot of, especially when you say order my stuff, so I was like, order my stuff. Yeah. I'm like, all them souls just been coming in my head because I've just, I feel like everything y'all saying is ministering to me. My love goodness. It. I love it, Denisa, when you said you asked God to instruct you in what you're supposed to learn for the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was good to me because I feel like sometimes you just get so caught up in doing yeah. that you forget that your job is still learning grounds. You're yeah. still supposed to be learning something. So yeah. even if it's in entrepreneurship or you're nine to five. So, man, it's just so what they say, gems, so many gems <laughs> dropping gems. Yes. I want to share this scripture, but I also want to keep in mind something that Charday said in the beginning. But the scripture comes from James one and um, it's verse five. It says, if you need wisdom, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Y'all know I love that translation. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God. He will mm-hmm. give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Um, so. Seek God for real, and because He's gonna He's gonna talk to you. But the the thing you have to hone in on is what Charday mentioned early in the episode is the win. So yes, you may need to start this business. Yes, you may want to start it. Yes, you have all the resources. Yes, but the key to it is when mm-hmm. you know stepping out when he tells you mm-hmm. to not being emotional on the stepping out and even if you are um you know having a reservation but okay lord help me bring it back what mm-hmm. should i do i realize this is an error um and what should i do because literally the scripture literally says he will not rebuke you mm-hmm. like god loves us so much that he will just correct you and help you get it back together and then recognizing seasons, like definitely recognizing seasons, because I knew, hmm. um, Jesus, it's, I knew. Y'all learned this whole episode. I'm like, what's all y'all cash out? Because I'm just like, 
I knew when um, I knew there would come a point where I would not be behind the chair. Like I, I knew that it wasn't for God to have me behind the chair for the rest of my life. You know, um, I knew, especially when I started um, serving in ministry, that eventually ministry would transition into something that I would be doing more than entrepreneurship. Um, still walking that process out, and it's moving in a certain way, unfolding day unfolding by day. Unfolding day by day, but it's like you being open to those seasons, and um, it's crazy because. I remember when I got pregnant, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, when I got pregnant with Haven, I knew that that season was up because I, that's what I felt in my spirit. And I talked about for so long, like, okay, when I have my first child, I'm going to retire. And when it finally hit, it was like, whoa. And then, like, I didn't really, um, really talk about it openly for a few months. It was just me and Sylvester really, like, are we going to really do this? Like, and it happened. And then I had Haven and then, you know, the, I had t-shirts already, but then the product, like I never wanted a product line. Never, never, ever wanted a product line. And then I went through postpartum depression, not depression, postpartum Hair loss. hair loss and I was like I need like everything that I'm trying these oils ain't working and God showed me you know the product that I have right now and then even expanding that and it's like being open to you may say you're not gonna do something right now but God is like okay <laughs> keep saying that and then being also open to seasons and really trusting him in everything and even like my my life is just like I just be sitting there like all right lord so this is what we're doing today this is what we're doing now and I even this year I'm just like I have no idea where it's going I I don't know like I don't know everything and I'm okay with that yeah you that's know? a good place to be in yeah, yeah. it sounds exciting like and it is very exciting Sometimes people can look at it as scary, especially when you have children. I'm about to have another child, but I'm like, I trust you guys. I'm excited. Let's yeah. get it. <laughs> so I, I love that you just shared your testimony just now because I another thing I done took away from it. <laughs> but what I loved was you said there pretty much what I took from it was that you're saying there are sometimes seasons in your life where you're not seeing the product of what it is that you're praying for, but mm. you're still in a season. Yeah. Right. And Lord knows I have been in that season mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people win. You're, you're seeing other people win in the season. Yeah. But like you like, dang, what what's up with this season? Because mm-hmm. I don't see nothing. I don't see work. I don't. It's like I don't I don't even feel like I'm propelling. I'm 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 working. I'm still doing mm-hmm. what I need to do on a daily basis. But I feel like nothing is materializing. Mm-hmm. And then it's like mm-hmm. one day you wake up and then you're in a new season. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so one day you wake up and you get an email. You get an email. <laughs> see right? time and harvest is what I'm hearing from you. Yeah. No, really. I, well, yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I feel like. 
I just love that you use that because that could be applied to so much. It could be applied to individuals, especially people who are kind of stagnant between entrepreneurship and um, mm-hmm. nine, nine to five. five. Yeah. It's like you're doing a lot of work mm-hmm. on both ends. Yeah. Like you're literally being pulled on both ends. Mm-hmm. But it's like you have to continue to work so that you can have like the seed time and harvest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it gets it gets really, really hard sometimes because yep. you're literally, like I said, it's all on you. You're your yep. cheerleader. You're yep. doing the work. Everything. You're your own support <laughs> system. Like it's so hard. So like y'all, I mean, dang, I'm just sitting over here trying to keep it together because you all have literally been encouraging my faith and just reminding me of certain things and i've been taking note like i seen been putting up my phone the whole time (laughs) i've literally been writing things down because when things come to me in instances like this Mm -hmm. even with us being on a podcast i don't take that for granted and and it's a reminder you know that first of all i got sisters that have gone through this you know and of course it looks different but it's like there's a lot of things that i could take away that you from what you all have said that can really uplift me and make me better as a person better as a businesswoman Mm -hmm. better as an employee because i'm still an employee like just better period so for sure yeah Yeah. and that's that's why i'm i'm always like i'm such an open book with stuff because i'm like listen I don't want people to go through what I had to go through with certain things, you know? I want you to, like, I want you to, not saying that I want you to have, you know, I don't want you to learn, but I want you to, if you can avoid some of these little, you know, little pit stops or whatever, then, you know, we can do that. Um, But the last thing I'll say definitely is, um, I feel like social media has spoiled us when it comes to instant gratification, and we just need to be careful of that. Um... Yes, God can do exceedingly above all in Mm -hmm. in the twinkling of an eye. However, if you don't see that yet, that's okay as well. And we have to be okay and at peace with that and just know and still be in expectation that, okay, Lord, my business is a success. I am a multimillionaire. I sell out. Um, You know, sometimes it might take you 10 years to sell out, you know? Um, and it's some we have to recognize that, okay, like with me and the hair razor. Okay, I've been doing this since 2009, but I was a hairstylist first. I was a hairstylist and I was on YouTube first. Um, it, well, it, first of all, I was a hairstylist first, then YouTube came, then I retired, then I started, I launched a product. All of those were different seasons and I have to be mindful sometimes of, you know, because I, you know, you want that instant gratification, but you're like, you started something new. So you're reestablishing yourself in a new realm and era of something and you have to be okay with that. So, and just trust God through the process. Yeah, so, sure. Amen. Well, that's it. Well, we want to thank you for tuning in. I don't know if Ayana was going to wrap us up or oh, not. Oh, thank you. No. Um, but this, I think this was an amazing conversation. If you want to keep the conversation going, we invite mm-hmm. you to join us on Clubhouse 830 on Wednesday as we kick it off with the after show to have a deeper conversation with our listeners. So we would love if you guys would join us there. Um, if you want to get some advice or just have someone pray with you, feel free to send us the secret letter to Save Girls at gmail.com and we want to be sure that you are following us on all social media platforms at Saved Girl Secrets on Instagram and Facebook and at Saved Girl Secret with no S on Twitter. Did I forget anything? Mm-mm. No? Alright, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on all podcast platforms. Until next week, we love you. Good God bless you. Love you. Bye! Bye.